I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Waking up in the morning, gotta thank God I don't know, but today seems kinda odd No barking from the dog, no small And mama cooked the breakfast with no There was a story on something about a boy Who kept telling his teachers like his foot was hurting him Oh God, where did I hear this from? And by like the end of the day, they finally Like, he was like couldn't walk, felt odd, like limping. And finally they decided, like we're talking end of the day, to take his shoe off of him. And there was a mouse in his shoe all day, just like gnawing at his foot. That's but, a perfect intro story. I would. I um, Well, first of all, I am how, how old is the kid? He was an elementary school kid. I can't exactly recall where I heard that story. I mean, he just didn't kick his shoe off and be like. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Didn't feel the mouse. <laughs> I don't know. What size I mean, shoe does he wear? He was a little guy. I don't know. This is close enough. <laughs> Episode 66. I'm terrified of things being in my shoes when I put my feet in. Like a big spider. Snakes. Scorpion. Snakes. Million dollars. Again, Snakes. A friend. On I feel a, like if you picked your shoe up, you would know if anything. I feel like having nightmares, like right now. I, like, uh, like, oh, this feels a little heavier. I can't handle Fat it. ass snake in here. Ooh, ooh. Our um, some folks on this street had a snake in their house, and it was legit fat and big, and like just hanging out in their bathroom, like on the door. <gasps> I'm having nightmares. Like I'm hyperventilating thinking about it. Don't think about it. That's how you get rid of that. Remember when this we I thought there was a snake or I saw snake remnants in Mamaw's house. Yeah. And I flipped out and like couldn't sleep. Cool story. <laughs> I still like I'm getting that feeling again. Oh good. All right, sorry. <laughs> Do the intro. I'll get myself together. <laughs> That's it. This is it. This is where we're at. I'm tired. Been tired. You're you're 13 hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like it's never going to get old to you, is it? <laughs> like, at some point, it becomes excessive. Like 17 hard. <laughs> Wait, you said 75 days. You just said that 17 was going to be excessive. I was thinking for the uh, immature joke I was throwing out there. Okay. Not the not the program itself. No, I was nope. I'm somewhere else with you. Yep. 
love you so much. I'm proud of you. I was, I was talking about penis. <laughs> that's why I was like, you went 75 numbers to work with, and you stopped at 17. <laughs> that's excessive. Oh, my face hurts. <laughs> that's excessive. Oh. Okay. We, we made it through the week. Unscathed, mostly. Yeah, yeah. We had a bad night last night. Well, I didn't. Charlie did. (sighs) She's in seventh grade. Her bad nights are amazing nights. She was, she was due a bad um, track meet. Kid has like gone in and kicked ass at every track meet she's been in. Seventh grade, never thrown before. You know, staying in the the top four generally of everywhere she goes. You know getting first place sometimes and went to her conference where girls were legit throwing over 30 feet and she could have competed. She would not have gotten first by any means, but she could have competed with her PRs. Could She could not throw. She couldn't throw rocks if she wanted to last night. And But watching her cry and get upset, I was proud in a way. Because and then you want to slap her in a way. I was like, just get your shit together. But I realized also, and I told her this, like, you care. This is what it feels like to care about something. Also, your release sucks. But yeah, I could. I had no leg to stand on. She was listening to nothing I had. So That's on her then. I sent a friend over to make her laugh, and that's how we went on with the night. So, But that was, that was hard. And we had a good time coming home, and track is over on to the next two things yeah the volleyball has started kids (laughs) like in theory they're great (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i guess i don't know i I took so i took part of 75 hard is doing a workout every day outside yeah so i juggled it, it, yesterday Friday, was going to be a tough day, and I knew not, that. It could be any day now. I know. So Friday. Yeah. I, uh, I juggled whether, like, should I do my outside before I go home? Or I was like, I, they might not be back till 11 o'clock or something, So and I'll be sleepy. So I did my inside gym early, and then the kids left. So I took Harlan to the park. Abby said, oh, he'll be great. He'll chill. He is so good for me in the stroller. He was good for about 15 minutes. And then <laughs> a guy ran past us. He thought maybe he needed to get a 5K in real quick. <laughs> so he ran. Finally got him wrangled up. Make, made our way through a different path. Keep in mind, Gary didn't strap him in the stroller. Pushing a 70-year-old. <laughs> 70 pounds. Yeah, 70 pounds, not 70-year-old. <laughs> a three-year-old that's 70 pounds. He's not quite 70 yet. <laughs> Turn the corner, puppies. Puppies. So he's all about the puppies. So he got to pet a puppy. The puppy had to go. He, he got so mad, mad. Screaming for puppies. I found if you just hang out at the park long enough, puppies come. <laughs> more puppies. More, saw more puppies. He lit up. So I got a little more... Time. Then then we met a nice little pit bull named Sugar. Oh, Sugar. <laughs> so, but after Sugar, is over. No more puppies? No, well, 
he was just so I put him in the car, gave him my phone, and I worked out with the car running. Why didn't you give him your phone while he was in the stroller? I've I'm afraid to throw it down or No. Protect that with his life. The best yeah. stroller is the Jeep stroller, but the, the wheels are screwed up because it has a tray and he can like hold things on it and it keeps him in. <laughs> but I got it in. But I'm it proud was of you. gosh damn, it was awful. Proud of you. Then we uh I was going to go to Captain D's to, to treat myself to a nice big cup of their pellet. Like, are they known for that? Is this every captain? I don't know. Well, and the line was huge. So, But tonight, Abby went with me. And we thought, hey, let's go get our let's, pellet let's ice. Let's go get our pellet ice. You can get a 10-pound mm-hmm. bag of ice for 99 cents there. Yeah. And it's the good ice. But people obviously wanted their deep-fried fish. Or whatever it may the lobster roll, which I thought was a hot dog. <laughs> Just looked like a hot dog. I mean, with lobster on top. I don't know. You're not wrong. But uh, probably 10 cars deep, so we just, we made our way through. I got my shrimp skewers. Mm-hmm. So good. I could eat, the, I could eat so much shrimp. I've never done, maybe I need to go to like a Red Lobster All You Can Eat Shrimp event. If it, So if there's competitive eating, how much shrimp could you eat? I don't know. I ate. Like poundage. Three skewers tonight. Uh, that's nothing. How at poundage? I don't even. I don't know what a pound is. Like I couldn't even. I mean, obviously, I have plenty on me, but I don't know. I don't know. Probably, how many? How much do you think that was tonight that I ate? Ounces. Yeah, it was not even. Oh. I would say. Maybe 10 skewers. No, 15 skewers maybe is a pound. I get, okay. I think I can do that. <laughs> really? Like, do I have to do it fast in a time limit? Like, are you talking like an eating competition? Uh, Well, let's just say for, like your, until own, I get, for your own personal record. <laughs> my, until I get sick, I could I could go. I could go. I had three tonight. Do that five more times. Okay. It was a little too salty. Tonight at the Captain D's. Do you put salt on shrimp? I don't. I don't know what they put on it, but. Huh. I, I like, like it. shrimp. Why not? It's I so just good. don't like any seafood. What's the one food that you thought you didn't like, but you ended up liking? Because there's one in my head that I want to try, but I've, in my head I've not ever liked it. But I I sat and thought, have I ever really tried it? <laughs> um, I was really weird about chicken for a long time. And that's really weird, but... Like when you were young? When I was young. My mom fried chicken at home one time, and I was simultaneously, just coincidentally, I was sick, and I puked. And so the smell of fried chicken, and I thought that somehow my brain, that completely crossed over, and I thought I couldn't eat chicken. But then turns out I love chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Grilled chicken. Chicken's the bomb. Um... Other foods, avocado is one that I didn't develop till later on. But you tried it and you didn't like it, or you just thought you didn't oh, like it? Oh, I just thought I wouldn't like it. There was a lady that I worked with who ate an avocado every day, and I was like... No. First off, it was intimidating because like she was like having to do something, like get the pit out. And, and I was like, this is like work. I don't understand all the work she's doing. Um, See, mine's oatmeal, and I don't know that I've ever had oatmeal. How... 
Did you never have a little packet? I didn't like it. No, I just thought I didn't like it. Since we've been married, I always bought oatmeal because I used to always eat the little packets for breakfast. Well, I've not. I've never indulged. I threw away packets of oatmeal today. It smells good. Speaking of avocados, we watched Rotten. Is it? A, it's a docu series. Yeah, because the next one's about wine. Uh huh. That we we got literally one episode in. Yeah. It. I mean, it's, Abby's falling asleep yeah. per usual. Sorry. But who knew? Avocados were such a major player in cartel life, in like basic human rights in Chile. People are dying with no water because they're like hoarding all the water for the avocados. So now I'm in this place of like, whoa, moral dilemma. Do I just not eat avocados anymore? Because do I just not get the ones from Chile? Okay, so do you just get the ones from California? I, I don't. Do they say when you buy them where they're from? Uh, probably. Probably on that little sticker. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But the the crazy dissection of the cartels that tried to take over the avocado business in Mexico after NAFTA. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now there's this one town that's basically militarized just to protect the avocados. And everybody just like, that's all they're doing. They are working in that town. Yeah, it, well, they say related. 90% of the people in yeah. the town have have a job somewhere. Some, in some capacity related to avocados. That's crazy. That's insane, yeah. I mean. But here's my conspiracy theory on all this. In the docu, in, in the show, and the, they talk about early on in like the 70s and 80s, they, they formed this avocado council out in california before nafta yeah just the the grower yeah. they they wanted like to protect some their, mar- yeah. that and marketing and all that yeah what if avocados aren't even really that good for you but we've, we've they're the good fat mar- it's like sugar you know the sugar industry put all those studies out well the book i'm reading says sugar is a drug yeah what sugar say Sugar did all the the sugar industry. You remember what was the? Are you thinking of half? half? No, I'm thinking of sugar. Okay. We watched uh, the magic pill, and the guy testified about uh, how all the studies in sugar were wrong. They were all funded by the sugar industry. Oh, saying sugar. There was a campaign saying sugar was good. Yeah, that it wouldn't bother you. Oh hell, I don't remember that. Was that like way before me? Yeah, this was. Well, the interesting right. thing about the avocado, I thought, was that it survived despite the big, major, low-fat, just generic, general, low-fat. Um, it's a superfood. Right. But, I mean, you think about, like, 80s and 90s, everything was low-fat. And regardless of what was saturated or unsaturated, no, there was no such thing as a good fat. And They just um, upped the sugar. Yeah. To make it taste better. Yeah. And so here we are. Now that takes me to what I'm reading about how like our diet's totally scrogged because of the abundance of sugar and flour. But I feel like with YouTube and Netflix, like the amount of information about diet, granted, it's all, it's all over the board. But mm-hmm. if you're looking for a diet, diet per se or a lifestyle change or something there's ample opportunity to find out what what Mm -hmm. would work for you and what's actually good for you 
well, it's helped the, other people. The the thing is like the diet. Uh, we talked about this before. The diet industry is made to make sure you to set you up for that failure, so you can keep coming back. Keep coming back to that well. Yeah. So the bright line eating had some crossover components to no BS because it's really psychological based. But she's losing me at sugar as a drug. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it it is like I'm 13 days basically sugar free. Yeah, yeah. But listen, anybody that's that's kicked sugar knows, like day three through five, it's you not- do have those. Like I don't know which is worse, crack withdrawals or sugar withdrawals, and they might be very. Similar. Um, the dopamine that your brain goes through. Well, this was just for food addiction, like food. I don't know if she did specifically sugar. Looks more um, detrimental than a drug. Your the 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 receptors in your brain look more detrimental than a drug if you compare the um, brain scans to it like what is a normal brain versus a brain that's like the dopamine craving um a drug and the of someone craving a drug versus someone craving food it looks worse for the food person um this is a book i'm reading bright line bright line eating i think i got it so i have a, an app called overdrive that it gives me free um library library books, books. and 90% of the time I go on, if there's a book I want to read, I have to put it on hold. Somebody else is already reading it? There's only, yes. I assume instead of like physical copies, they only get so many licenses. Right. So there. So sometimes I'm like, hold number 200 out of two books. So when did you put this in your cart? No clue. Can't remember. <laughs> I can't even remember who, like, it was one of those situations where I'm reading something, mm-hmm. that book gets dropped, mentioned, I'm like, I'll just look that up and see if I can find it on Overdrive. I throw it down on hold, never think about it, it comes up and I'm like, man, what the hell, let's read it. And, um, so I don't even know where it came from. But, um, my issue is I love reading all the time, but reading on a screen, I... It's a, would you do better with like a Kindle or an no, e-reader? I, or? No, a book, a hard copy, a physical. No, book. I mean of of screen options. No, I do fine with this. I just I'm fine with my phone. It's great. I just struggle with like, um, not so like every time I open it up, it opens to my page. So like versus your book is sitting around. Do you see the cover all the time? You mm-hmm. see the author's name. Like those things don't register with me. I'm not someone who can see something one time. And remember it, um, but I can with with the the tech the digital book like highlight things and copy them and and get quotes. But if I don't go back and read those quotes, they leave my brain. So it's it's a, harder for me to retain. The so reading on a screen and reading on paper, totally different experiences for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. I still have a book on PDF that I've not opened up yet. <laughs> that book we bought. <laughs> yeah, that I bought. You didn't buy. It. Um, I'm reading too. I'm I'm so I think that's my one of my favorite parts of seventy five hard that you do. It is. It's hands down my favorite part. Really? Yeah. You don't like taking my picture every day? Oh. Abby's my official photographer. I was just surprised you didn't know how to put your pictures in an album on your phone. The major like you could I'm gonna say seventy percent of the pictures in my camera roll are screenshots. I of memes. You 
could probably have like a whole meme folder and like label those meme folders by like degree of filth. Probably. I could get your meme game so organized. Like so many times I just wanted to delete all my pictures just because there's just so many. You have you, you you have no idea. You have no idea. Between my emails and photos, I would give you anxiety. Oh, yeah. But I'm reading Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss, which is kind of bullshit. Because <laughs> he didn't write the book. Um, it was his idea, I guess. It's, it's his idea, and I guess he had to put it together. Abby got me this book in 2019. I got it for you before then. I got I it for said you. 2019. 2017. Whatever. I said 2019. She signed it. Tim Ferriss didn't sign it. Abby signed it. Did your did uh, did when someone gave you a book? Did they not write a little message to you and sign their name? No. Nobody's ever given me books. You. My mom would always do that. Oh, my mom she never bought me books. So anyway, it is a compilation of like some of the world's most successful people. And he asks like 10 questions. Tim Ferriss is, has a podcast. He wrote like what the four hour work week. Mm-hmm. Super he, smart guy. Great, great podcast with him. And, uh, Dak Shepard and Brene. Yeah. Episode. Yeah, you're talking about three totally different people. It's great, though. Yeah. He's so weird. So you ask him these 10 questions, and then he takes excerpts, or he takes some of the questions and, and answers from each person. So he, like, interviewed them. He he cultivated this. I feel like you just sent an email. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, like, Stephen Pressfield, the author of uh, The War of Art. Hmm. Wait, I get that confused with the other one. The Art of War. Yeah, which one's the War of Art? I've listened to the one War of, of Art. Them. Is he's a writer and he talks about yeah. I've listened to that yeah. one. Joe Rogan used to push that one a lot. It was good. Yeah, inspiring. Seventy. Well, at the, at the time of the right, he's probably over. Uh, he is older than that now, but he was like seventy four. Oh, damn. When when he did the when he answered the questions for Tim Ferriss. Okay. So anyway, I finished the seventy five hard book. I'm. I'm going through Tribe of Mentors, and it's like 600 pages. But you got to do 10 a day. But there's some like pages that are just like a giant quote. Yeah. yeah. Usually the first page of, of each person is just a big quote. How many pages are you averaging a day with this one? Like 25. Yeah. You'll get it done fast. Well, I'm always like, I'll go. To, I'll just read one more person. And then that person may be two pages. Yeah. You know. Who's been your favorite person? Uh, I don't know. My favorite person. Does Tim Ferriss write in it? He, in various points, he will put in quotes he's pondering mm-hmm. from different people. Uh, probably, and I'm, I don't, you don't have to know their name. It, she's, you you might know it. She's a, uh, <laughs> You're putting a lot of faith in burlesque dancer, Von Tees. Time out. Why would I know a burlesque dancer? I don't know. So like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so she talked about like failure, like what name the biggest failure, how it helped you, mm-hmm. or how do you say no, or what what book, what's the three books that have influenced you the most, or what book do you gift the most? 
Oh, I love that question. What is what, something under a hundred dollars has changed your life? I love that question. Yeah. Something a hundred dollar under a hundred dollars has changed your life, Gary. Go. Uh, I don't know. I've got one. What? For free. The Roku app that goes on your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life changing if you've got a toddler. Yeah. I'm, there's other things, but that's a big one for me. Yeah. So I'm making my way through that. Then Abby bought me another book. Did you write in that one? I didn't. I will. Give me time. Too late now. No, it's not. I'll do what I want. The Four Agreements. I read that a long time ago. I would like to read it again, but I don't know if I should read it before you do or... Should we just read it out loud together? Yes. <laughs> we have a book that we read together. We haven't read together in a while. Oh. Slagger. Damn, damn Corona. You can't blame that. You can't blame not reading a book together on Corona. That's like the one thing we could have actually done. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I like that question. Yeah, there's 10 of them. I don't remember what they all are. Brene does rapid fire at the end of all of her podcasts mm-hmm. <clears throat> when she's doing her Daring Greatly for her guest, and she has really good questions. Like, what's giving you life right now? I stole that one, and I use that one at the end of all my Zooms when I Zoom one-on-one with kids. Say, like, what are you loving right now? What's giving you life? That's a good question. Eight times out of ten, they're going to tell me a television show. <laughs> what are the, what's the popular television shows now? Couldn't tell you. They're all over. The, well, my, my kids are all over the place, but um, some of them are, like, discovering shows for the first time. Uh, Dawson's Creek or um, <laughs> a horrible Friends. Show. Horrible show. Right. Um, or um, there was WandaVision was big there for a while, and I couldn't. I couldn't. You're not into the Marvel stuff. No, yeah. Mandalorian was big. Mm-hmm. Um, so sad. One day a kid came in, like, tore up and could not focus because he had just finished The Good Life. I don't know what that is. Um, it's she. I don't think I'm even saying that right. It the has good the good place. Yeah. Yes. What okay, I know she that that's Dax Shepard's wife, right? Yeah. And she, she goes, goes to heaven, but yeah. she's not supposed to be there. Right. So he was tore up about it because like it there's all these plot twists and it's not what you think it is. Is it actually hell? I think so. Maybe. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I, I was just trying to listen to his conversation. I've not watched it except like three episodes in with Charlie. She's probably finished the season by now. Or the whole So show. it wasn't that good for not hold your attention. Um, I just I was watching with her, and I thought that was going to be our thing, and then we never did it again. So <laughs> I just didn't show it. I so I like didn't watch it because I thought she might want to pick it up with me, but yeah. it never happened. Um, I haven't like dug into a show in a while. I I did start watching Arrested Development. I do. I did mention Arrested Development. I had some kids that like picked up on some uh some references, albeit it was not like the most appropriate things that they remembered from the show. And I was like, damn, I've made some like really stupid moves in the classroom lately. Like accidentally one of them, I was like, Hey guys, a kid mentioned, um, they had just watched our planet. That documentary you and I watched. Oh yeah. And it was traumatic. You're talking about the walruses. And I was talking about the walruses. And I was like, the walrus scene. And he was like, I don't, I've not seen it. I'm like, there's no way you've not seen this scene. 
And so I just like go to, I quickly like Google it. I'm like this, the walrus scene. And he was like, I don't know. And they're like, Come, just play it. And I'm like, no, it's horrible. And they're like, we're fine. We're fine. So I play we can like, handle it. So I play like just a clip, like tiniest little thing. I'm like, so what they're doing and I'm stopping it going. So the walruses are climbing the, you know, this, this r- mountain because they're running out of beach because the ice caps are melting. And when they get up there, they don't have very good vision and they're trying to get back down to the the water and they fall off the cliffs and i don't i make no plan to click play but i click play right as a freaking walrus falls off the cliff <laughs> and they laughed Uh-oh. they laughed i mean what do we really need walruses for they it was slow motion and the music was dramatic and I think I was watching like a director's cut of it because it was like the people, we could see the people in the boat that were filming watching this happen. And in my head, it occurs to me that during that entire documentary, there are people <laughs> filming this. I know. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to even, don't even expound say on that. I know. But it occurs to me, I'm like, why didn't they help them? <laughs> Not that they could. There's nothing they could do. So yeah. I guess they probably ethically sit down and say, okay, we're going to go film this stuff, but this is... Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. So the, they were more tickled by the reaction of the people in the... I was like, you evil monsters. So now the big joke is like... Because I have... The school provided plastic water bottles for us. Like, just throw away disposable water. Um, because the we don't use our water fountains right now because of COVID. And so if a kid gets one from the pile that I've made of water for them, they they say something. About the walrus. Way to go. The walruses are dying because of you falling off cliffs. So I have like imprinted in their brains. But they laughed. Monsters. Monsters. And then I do a thing every day at the beginning of class where I ask them, like, how do you feel on a scale of one to nine? And it shows nine pictures of, of a person from varying moods. So this class in particular asks me for this every time and I knew it was going to happen. So I quickly like said, funny one through nine mood scale. Saul, uh, Shrek, Shrek. It was sweet Shrek. So I just see Shrek and I throw it up on the screen. I think nothing of it. I go about my way. I also, during this class, start a zoom because I'm going to zoom and go and teach live at the same time. Right. Gary from a Shrek porn no no but Shrek number six was Shrek doing an imitation of Hitler you did that no no they were like Shrek images and he was like in all these different moods mood number six was Shrek looking like Hitler who did did you no I didn't do it it was on the internet so I don't know if that's like been done was there you need some sensitivity training is that done in a movie somewhere? No. I've seen all the no, Shreks. No, it's not done in a movie. Like, who made Shrek Hitler? And this kid was like, what's up with number six, Miss Thomas? I was like, oh. So I like quickly put a block over top of number six. And I was like, nobody is number six. Am I clear? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, nobody is Shrek today. Oh, my God. I was like, I mean, just dumb mistakes that I've made. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though oh my god i just don't want to like, be that teacher that is like i'm usually pretty on my game like but you know covid anyway how did Co- we get to COVID's over 
How do we get to walruses? The walrus is dying. That is one of the most traumatic things I've ever seen in my life. Hands down. That whole documentary is sad. It's awful. I feel like a horrible human, and I don't know what we're all doing here. I'm drinking from a plastic cup with a straw. <laughs> I just watched an Instagram story of Whitney Cummins trying to the, clean the San Antonio River like by herself while she's waiting on tacos and like falling in trying to get a straw out because it was going to kill the turtles. One of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons is when they have the oil spill and Lisa and Marge go and they're cleaning rocks with toothbrushes because mm-hmm. all the celebrities got to clean the animals. <laughs> That's also when when Bart goes to the burlesque house. That's a good episode. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I seem to have misplaced my pants. <laughs> That's your favorite line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is- Homer walks out with, just with the that is grocery hands- bag. That's probably a line that we say a lot in this house. Just if anything goes missing, it's I seem to have misplaced my pants. Um, we quote Harlan a lot in this house that just weird things that don't translate when you go out like in real public. (laughs) That's all one big inside joke. Yeah. Are there others? There's so many others that we do around here. Yeah. I can't think of any right now, but a lot of Homer quotes and my, and, and the quotes from the office. I am super noticed in all my podcasting. I say super a lot getting old I gotta quit that I say hard I say it's hard because <laughs> uh, I don't know how to articulate with words but in like 19 days Char and I are leaving for Orlando are you and pumped? I don't care what happens as long as I get a picture next to the Laura Lad Donut statue with your tattoo with my tattoo maybe they'll they'll do something like fun for you I you can't it. have a donut so no no donut what are you gonna have rotisserie chickens all day so chicken uh they've got salads over in the Jurassic Park area I'm sorry I can't believe that a salad from an amusement park is going to be any part appetizing or you're not going to be pooping your brains out um we're going to do lots of steak we're going to go I'm going to go to mm. Lombards I think you promised me steak this weekend I didn't promise you anything I'm pretty sure there was steak Minden. what's Lombards it's in the San Francisco part. I don't know. It's got yeah, steak. I don't remember that. I, I feel like I got Finnegan's. cheated. I don't know. The Monster Cafe is going to have like pulled pork and stuff like that. Babe, you have this place memorized. <laughs> so they've sent out the menu a couple times. Because it's all free, right? So it's like. Right, right, right. I don't doubt. I just love this so much. Things that my willpower will have to override. Willpower gap. Don't rely on that willpower. Bullshit. My discipline. There you go. What I will have to rely on. One. Get that brainstem going. Is missing out on a butter beer with char because they are so good. Yeah. Voodoo donuts. Oh my God. Can you please just bring some home? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I have been super fascinated. Did it again. <laughs> fascinated with this crepe stand they put in. <laughs> You know how I love breakfast foods. <laughs> no, you do. And they've got like a Nutella chocolate crepe. I'm going to figure out how to make you a low-carb crepe. I feel like you could do it with cream cheese. Yeah, like a low-carb pancake is just cream cheese with all the instead of I'm going to make you whatever. a crepe. 
So, yeah, that's. It's but I've got heads, the. Right? So I've got a yeah. I've got the gym at the place, and then to walk from the hotel to the park and back should be about a 45, 50 minute walk. You got it. I loved. Char probably won't even leave the. the I mean, if she has Wi-Fi. Oh, she's got. You know, charger next to her. We will see you. You know, being the the tremendous father I am. (laughs) This is mostly for me. So I wanted to upgrade. We got an amazing deal. Like traveling now. Booking this trip, if I had to book this trip today, it would probably cost double. Wow. But the with airline tickets, with just everything involved, hotels, more. I saw one of the hotels in June. It was one of the high-end one, like Portofino Bay or something. Yeah. It's like $1,100 a night. Ooh. So, anyway, I upgraded to a family suite. Damn, I want to come. So, for $6 more a night. Isn't that crazy? Can Harlan and I just drive down and stay in the suite? I love a good hotel. Does it have a hotel pool? Yeah. Me and him want to swim at the pool. Why did I not go with you? I don't know. Let me see if I can book you a couple tickets. I'm not going to fly. We'll just drive. I'm not flying with that asshole. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... So it's a suite. It's got two rooms. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'll, and there's a small room with just like a full-size bed. And she's like, that's my room. Oh. So I, she ain't coming out there. No. It'll be like fine. home. You guys will make it. That's the one thing that will, honestly, that was a good decision. That's the one way you guys will like survive. Yeah. We spend it all night together. I mean, we're going to spend the whole time together. But we both will sleep in obnoxiously late i mean we're staying up till 2 a.m again if we may the more i think about it the more are you gonna be able to stay up till 2 a.m like if we go in at 5 p.m with a normal park guest there's no way you'll be there till 2 p.m there's like i want to do a couple water rides uh-huh and then i would not do the water rides until it's the last thing i do I want it to be hot. It's going to be like 100 degrees. Oh. So it'll be hot and we'll dry off. It'll be fine. And they've got those big air, like for three bucks. You can... Y'all going to be chafed. <laughs> I got powder for that. <laughs> What's the stuff? Chub rub. Chub. I don't know. Yeah, there's chub rub and then there's like body glide or something like that. Yeah, for like runners. When Andy's nipples. That's me. Bleed. <laughs> so. You going to be a runner? No. You want to start running? I had to chase after Harlan. How was that? Not good. Well, he was chasing after a bird. He was chasing after a bird. <laughs> you all Come were raising a, a dog. Come here, bird. Did he say that? Yes. Come back here. Yeah. <laughs> favorite. Hey, come back here. <laughs> he tells you sweet dreams when he's going to bed now. Oh, my God. It melts me. As much as I want to choke him out like 10 minutes before because he won't fall asleep. Sweet dreams just kills me. Yeah. He's good with sweet dreams. Yeah. He's a good he's a good boy. I'm excited for you. Today Gary was asking me something about his body, like the shape, <laughs> my of, shape of my body. Shape yeah. of his body. And in my head I thought we were getting ready like, to talk about like clothing or like a lot of people have 
thoughts about like how you carry your weight and, and your health. And I was like, so what brought this on? And Gary said, I just want to ride roller coasters. <laughs> Thinking about my roller coasters. <laughs> so when I tell you he's invested, he is invested in this trip. I don't know anybody like you like this. Like you're the you're the universal person to everybody's like Disney. Yeah. To that Disney <clears throat> guy. Well. And I don't really know what the appeal is for you. Springfield. I'm a huge Simpsons fan. So that's okay. there. And then I love. I, I feel like Universal for older people. Okay. But what about the amusement park that's exciting? I, I don't know. Cause it's and so I didn't feel else. that way before it's, we went. It's so much outdoor stuff. Yeah, but there's so much to see and do. Yeah. I, just, I wouldn't want to do Disney. Oddly enough, my cousin's gonna is going to be there. At going, Disney. At Disney. But we're gonna, we'll be flying back together. That'll be fun. So we're going to try to meet up. I told him we're trying to meet up. And have dinner or something. That would be fun, yeah. I'm going to try to stay away. That two-bedroom suite sounds really sweet. Yeah. I've got a trip coming up. So. You've got a trip like two weeks after that, so yeah. for longer. I can't wait. My brain's starting to process that that's happening, and I'm starting to even, like, I wrote wrote it down, so that makes it real. You didn't know where you were going two weeks ago. I still don't know where I'm going. I know it's Colorado, <laughs> but I still couldn't pinpoint on a map where we're going, yeah. and I don't know much about it. So, it's going to be fun. We don't have to wear a mask when we go down there. Did they, have they talked about their new? Yeah, that's lifted. Okay. You have to wear a mask inside. Like in a restaurant. Yeah, or in when you go into the ride. Okay, so, I'm fully vaccinated and, like, I went into Lowe's today, and normally when I go into Lowe's, I just go to get the flowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm just going to run in real fast. Nobody wears masks in Lowe's. Everybody wearing a mask? Yes. Did you feel I bad? felt horrible. But I thought we're not, guys, I thought we're not wearing masks anymore. Who cares? I I do. I do. I care. About? Um, I feel feel like a personal responsibility to be a good model of whatever is but the model the, is you don't have to wear a mask right but i thought maybe i missed <laughs> so you, hang on the model the model may perfectly well be you don't have to wear a mask but i wasn't like 110 percent sure of that <laughs> i was like well it's maybe? all it's lifted june 11th for car i mean gotcha like for schools and stuff we still are wearing yeah masks in fact we like, our students will be masked during graduation, both ceremonies. Like, in the height of this, I didn't, I didn't care to wear a mask, but I'm pretty much over it now. Now, I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. The only time it bothers me is if I have my glasses on, and then I'm like, annoyed. Up. No, we should have invented some type of mask that doesn't fog your glasses They up. did. It's happened. We just. I'm saying we should have done it. Oh, yeah. But my issue is now, like, so you tuck the mask under your glasses my glasses fall off my face because the masks are slippery so that's my issue i saw a tiktok of a guy who told this story abby allen sent it to me and he's like i put my mat like i'm going out you know i'm gonna wear my mask and he's like i always just sit my mask on my lap when i'm in the car he was like i was busy fizzling with something i get out of the car oh my mask fell down so he like picks it up puts it on his face Shops for 20, 30 minutes, uh, goes to pay, reaches in his pocket, 
His mask is in his pocket. What's he wearing on his face? A mask that he found on the ground. <laughs> he, thought, he thought. He thought it was his. Oh, that makes me want to vomit. That's so disgusting. <laughs> he was like, nice knowing y'all. <laughs> I put, uh, <laughs> on a simpler note, I put a mask on that. Like, I just throw my masks on my little driver blinker right. thing. Turn signal. Turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so when I'm cleaning my car, cleaning things out, Charlie will leave masks all over my car. And one of them that I bought for her was in, in the car and we were going somewhere and I was like, Oh, I don't think I have a mask. And so I grabbed the one that she wears. Oh, I was going into school and I couldn't find my mask. And I knew I had one in the classroom and I put the mask on. Oh, and I was like, Charlie, why is your mask hard? She was like, I just like, I suck on it. I was like, you're just, uh. that's pretty gross. I was like, you're so, you're gross. That's disgusting. Oh, I, so I just walked in and I was like, I'm going straight to my room and getting my mask. I don't, which we, we go early enough that I don't see anybody. So she's so disgusting. <laughs> that was gross. So, go ahead. No, sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say, teenage girls are filth and trash. Transition here. Oh, <laughs> during the week we text each other like podcast topic, podcast. Yes, topic. yes, yes, yes. Normally we never even get to them or like get, we just talk. Anyway. I just know that if I don't send something to you in the moment, it won't happen. So there, we talked a little bit about willpower. Yes. One of these is post-apocalyptic survival. I don't know what prompted you to. Hell, I don't know what prompted me to say that. Hang on. So here's the, here's the text. Post-alop, post-apocalyptic survival, being vulnerable, willpower. Uh, I know I can't survive post-apocalyptic. Like, I always tell students, like, hey, I'm on your, like, I just jokingly tell them, you're on my zombie survival team. When they tell me something like, I can shoot. Blah, 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 guns. And I'm like, got it. You're on my team. For some reason, and I've I've known this for a while, and I've probably said this before, I have nothing to offer the world in post-apocalyptic survival. Nothing. I don't know how to grow shit. I was going to say, you can't keep a plant alive for shit. I'm doing a pretty damn good job. Harlan watered my flowers for me today. With Dot Mountain Dew. Dot Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, I don't... <laughs> I, I've never shot a gun. And I want to change that. We're going to do that this year. You want to go, go to a range? Let's go to a range and I want to learn how to shoot it. I actually, want to, I actually would like to learn about guns. Well, ammo is super expensive. I did it again. Ammo is very expensive right now. Super. Super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel very incapable of doing anything survival-ish or I've got nothing. Like I today was very interested in composting because we were, I was cleaning out the refrigerator and Charlie had some fruit and stuff left over from her party last Do you weekend. compost fruit? Hell yeah. I feel like that's a thing. Yes. But you don't even know what compost was for. Time out. <laughs> I was getting there. I was like, 
I just went like a little DIY compost bin out back to throw like my eggshells and my fruit in when we don't in my apple cores. <laughs> it occurs to me. I don't know what people compost for. Carrie was like, it's fertilizer. I was like, what the hell are we going to fertilize? <laughs> I may be wrong about that. I think you're right. We don't have a garden. <laughs> no. Put it in the flower bed. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking when I sent you that. Who knows what I was thinking? I just know I have no survival skills whatsoever. <laughs> I can YouTube something now. However, crafty little projects around the house, I'm all about it. Hey, we're still talking about survival? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there'll survival. be no YouTube when that happens. <laughs> I don't YouTube up Pinterest. <laughs> there'll be none of that. <laughs> Like, we got this table down here, and I want to... It's my brother's table. Sorry, Dustin. Um, I don't know how I acquired it. Was it? Was. I mean, it didn't just walk its ass in this I basement. Don't, 100%. I don't know how it got here. I don't know if he brought it, like, when he lived in the house here. Yeah. Or if it came from when he lived at the house in Moorhead. I have his table. Who knows? Um, but it has all the parts except the little screws to hold the legs on. Nope. The nuts. And nuts. nuts. And I low key was felt like an idiot going into Lowe's today. But I was like, I've got to figure out. So I don't understand this the, how screws are measured. And so I took a picture of it and then I found objects around the house that were similar sized. And the screws are almost the size of a double A battery, but a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. So I took that in with me. Stuffed it in my bra, and then whipped you that. Smuggled a uh, battery in with a uh-huh. in my bra, with my no mask on. Could have probably put it in my mask, and so I went to the table or to the screws and stuff, and like figured out like it's probably the size that they call five eights. Shit, I texted to you. Yeah. Nope, something sixteen. Hell, I don't know. I I wrote it down. I know. God, it was so complicated. I even like took a piece of wire and wrapped it around there to see how girthy it is, wide it is. And And so I found that I found the hex nut that was exact right width on my first try. Like I brought it home, but y'all, there's like thread. It's like coarse thread or fine thread. They. I got blah, 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 516th or something. Shit, I can't remember. 18. I needed 24. Guess what they didn't have? 24. Didn't have 24. But I was on it. Like, as soon as I get into lows, I feel like I am ready to, like, fix something. I can make shit. I can make something. So I'm, like, buying screws because we got, like, a... We are so ghetto right now. (laughs) Harlan ripped our curtain rod off of our... And that's an easy fix, but we just haven't fixed it. I just haven't fixed it. I... I just haven't fixed it. Bottom line. So we've just been <laughs> push penny. Thumbtacks. Our curtain. Otherwise we would have just we would just leave the blinds, blinds down. But we can't because we don't have a TV. <laughs> we're so ghetto. Because we're watching a projector, so we have to have like our dark has to be dark, yeah. Has to be dark in there to see the TV. <laughs> to see our projector. <laughs> so I just need to get the curtains first. But that was my projects, so I don't know. I guess it just proves I have no ability. I have nothing to offer. I mean, offer. I don't either. 
we don't. We are so screwed. Like, we have to Just take me, zombies. That, or we have to, like, charm. Yeah, we're going to have to charm some people. Hey, these kids are on their own. They could probably do more than we could. I doubt it. Charlie is screwed. Yeah. Big. The last shot put in their face. Not even. Mm. Not even. But not more than 20 feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Not more than 20 feet away. Can she do that? She can throw better than that. She sucked. I don't know. Is now like, I feel like everybody around us, like school's out. School's coming to an end. Everybody else is out except us. No, they're not. I not know. Yet. It feels like that, though. I've still got two weeks. But then, is this a normal summer? First of all. Hot girl summer. <laughs> Charlie said she would Christian girl autumn. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. We we have more trips planned this year than the we last have. 10 years. I'm so excited. Except none of them are to the one place I love going. To the beach? To the beach. There's, beach. there's a beach in Colorado. I don't think so. A lake or something. Yeah, I don't think we're going to that. There's though. no sand probably. Rocks. Red rocks, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be crazy travel season. I see where like there's no rental cars anywhere. This these gas prices. <laughs> they shut the pipeline off. Oh my god, it's so stupid. So the when that happened, you know me, I'm gonna go check. See. What do you mean? What do you mean go check? Go check what? Like you know, people are like, oh, they're running out of gas already. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm like, let's. All right, bet. Let's go see. Did you go get me some? You got me gas. I got you gas that night. However, just because, Abby, you are on (laughs) below the line. That's why I sent you that. That's why I sent you that. I'm going to die when shit breaks loose because I don't have gas in my car. We ain't going anywhere. We're holing up in this little Holt Avenue home with no supplies. We can get to Kroger. Before shit we breaks whole loose. Free, we're looting Kroger. We're going to loot Kroger. That's all we can do. Because we're not going to get anywhere because I have no freaking gas. I never have gas in my car. And people are like, hey, there's no gas. I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going anywhere. Not because I'm panic buying. Because I legit have been driving on my low fuel sign for four days. Four days. Legitimately. <laughs> That's why I sent you that. Yeah. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I just went out. And I think you went out that night, like oh, I went to the gym. Yeah, but Circle K didn't have any gas, and I don't think it was a shortage. I think they were doing something to their pumps, <laughs> <laughs> like horrible timing. <laughs> Way to go, Circle K! But everybody, it been it been, and there was no rush or. But you see this, you see the pictures and the crazy stories of everything on the fake East Coast. news. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. No, I mean that that was all real. But it's all pay. I'm sorry. Can we talk about the stories of people catching afar because they've been like hoarding yeah. this shit inside their cars? Stop. Like, be smart. Like, they said, my parents made me tear. I used to mow for different people. Yeah. And I'd have to take gasoline with me. Uh-huh. My dad made me terrified to travel with like extra gasoline in the back of my car. I don't know if it's any different. I don't know. It's probably, it's not. Did you have it in like a gallon jug? No, I had it like in a legit container. Yeah. 
but like, be careful, you got that gasoline. Like, I, so whatever that fear is, is embedded in me that I could. Of gas? Yes. I, they did a great job of making me scared of everything. I'm terrified. I mean, the people that are hoarding gas in like plastic bags and stuff, I'm like, that's I, the crazy shit. I can't, can't, what are you doing? <laughs> you are that's asking for trouble. People fighting and like, oh, there have been fights? And, yeah, oh, yeah. But so when this happened, my buddy Rigdon was going to South Carolina. Oh. And he had, he's had a rough couple weeks. Like he's going to go with his wife. It's going to be a thing. First of all, he goes on a walk with me. So he's like, I'm not saying he's my accountability partner, but he's. I love that. He's a cheerleader. So so he's making, like when I'm at work, he goes with me. I didn't know that. So, yeah. So the first, when he comes back to work, Monday. Yeah. So Monday. We go, right? So we get maybe 10 minutes into it. And he's got an eyelash. Something's rubbing his eye. Mm Mm-hmm. And he drops his contact. It's a whole oh, big mess. that's the worst. So he just keeps rubbing his eye. So it's getting worse and worse and worse. Tuesday doesn't come to work. Where are you at? Had to go lie, doctor. Did he get stuck? Did he like scra- scratch Scratched his eye? Scratched it, yeah. Oh. So. Did you have to come get me? I was at a professional development in Western Kentucky. I think it's like pre. No, this is after Charlie. But I think I rode home with somebody else. But I I did that. Like, I got a freaking, I don't know, my contact, some shit. Like, I scratched my It was the worst pain. It's horrible. So, Wednesday, off Tuesday, Wednesday we go. We <laughs> went about the same length of time, maybe a little further in, along. But he, like, swallows a bug or something. He's, like, <laughs> coughing. He can't quit coughing the whole time. I'm like, bro, you tragic you need to live in a bubble tragic he's you know, so but yeah he's he's in the he's there now i guess so he made it i don't know where to get his gas i don't know are they like low-key super secret spots to get gas i mean i feel like it between here and there if you could fill up one time and then get back to that place you know it's not like i need these hackers to get on the student loan site and, you know, of all things. Erase it. It'll be our little secret. Like, you know there's somebody out there smart enough to do it. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, or just give everybody a bazillion dollars. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Either either or. Either or. I don't know. You see Ohio's giving a million dollars a week for five weeks to a random person who's been vaccinated. That's not real. That's real. A million dollars. Million dollars. They've got a million dollars. So, not only that, for people under eighteen, free four year education at any Ohio state college. Can we move to Ohio? No. I'm gonna probably use David's address for a little while. Yeah, can Charlie David? David. <laughs> Uncle David. We're getting Charlie vaxxed next week. David. They say it makes you sterile. What What does? The vaccine. Does it? Is that what you've heard? Did you watch a YouTube video on it? It worked on me. I'm sterile. You're sterile? You've had a vasectomy, dumbass. Uh, But did I? But did you? Wait, what's that show we watched where you're supposed to go get a vasectomy and you didn't? Blackish. 
Yes. <laughs> his wife thought she was pregnant. Yes, that's a... <laughs> that was great. He's like, uh... He, like, kept putting it off. Yeah. That was a, that's good. That's a good show. Yeah, that's Is that a good show. One? Yeah. Listen, I don't know the last time I've started something new to right, watch. Right, right, Yeah. Or anything. Obviously, we watched one episode. I want you and I Charlie. I wish you guys could see Abby's hand. They've not stopped moving <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> I want you and Charlie to watch the little animated movie on Netflix together. The Mitchells versus the robots or machines. Machines versus the Mitchells. Sounds stupid. No, no. You you are the dad and Charlie is the daughter. One million percent. And Harlan and I are just hanging out <laughs> as the mom and the brother. It is you two. It's your relationship to a T. Except he's a lot more. Mm, like. He likes the outdoors okay. and go getting. So then it's nothing like reality. No, but he like acts like you toward his daughter. Oh, and I just want you all to like come together. Maybe you can watch it before you go to Universal. She wants to watch all the Harry Potter movies for you. Are you gonna do that? Yeah, they don't we, bother. We me. own them. It is crazy how very very. Almost identical it is to the movies there, mm-hmm. on purpose. But the like, mute, even like, the little details, because I hadn't seen the movie when we went, yeah, or read the book, or don't forget, didn't know Harry's middle name. You know Harry's middle name. I don't know Harry's middle name. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I'm just saying that's how little right. I knew about. Right. But then when we came home, we watched it, and I yeah. was like, "Holy shit, it's it! I've been there." Yeah. What's the What's the candy place? Dukes, Honey Dukes. Don't Honey forget, Dukes. you can just send Honey Dukes to your room when you buy, buy stuff there. Ah, I would have bought things there. I didn't. Free know. girl. Oh, you get free Honey Dukes? I'm sure there's something there free. I mean, everything's like a limited. Not every, not all food and drinks are free. There's a. Right, like right. Like each place has got a limited menu. Well, it's free. Well, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant marketing thing. It gets Listen, you it's in sold there. out in December. And you're going to go in that mentality of like, oh, I'm getting blah, blah, blah free, so I've got money to buy blah, 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 Honey yeah. Dukes or this over here. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like they're going to make cash on that shit. Somebody will spend a lot of money Listen, on I, something. I don't think these places are hurting for money right now. Sure, I think they were sure. for sure. Hurting for money. Has Disney hired back all of its like actors no. and stuff? Oh, that makes me sad. No. But they are dropping their masks too. So. That'd be fun for kids. All right. What else? What else? What else? What else? I don't know. You tell me. All I've got is like really deep stuff that I've been learning about my book. And things have been listening on my podcast that I want to start for next year. So for next, oh, for like school. Yeah, I've been thinking about school next year. I'm excited to get like get this year behind you. This has been hard. Um, I've been very challenged mentally, and I don't know. Um, like. I've heard people say, so I'm like year 17, I think. I'm not 100% sure how long I've been teaching. You don't know how long you've been in school? Uh, Like how long I've been a teacher? 
Right. No, I get really confused. It's 16, 17, or 18. I'm pretty sure it's 17. And um, I know I'm like at this point, this juncture where a lot of people want to start like leaving the classroom, but like nothing inspires me to leave the classroom and I like the classroom. So I've got to like do a lot of work to make it fun and innovative for myself and exciting. So I've been thinking about like how I can do that. Um, I mean, leaving middle school and coming to high school was one way. And then I took on advanced placement, which has been really exciting. Um, cause and you do prom, I do prom wrestling. <laughs> I, I want to learn what I'm doing. I've just, I feel so useless there. It's really hard for me to be consciously a part of that. Cause I feel completely just a paid chaperone. That's okay. Right. It's, it's needed, <laughs> I, but I want to be helpful. Like I love that, but, um, I don't know. I need, we need a, like, I need some inspiration and stuff for next year because it's hard to think about what we went through this year. And, um, if you think about like, there's so many unknowns going into next year, like how many kids are going to be repeating, how many kids are going to be, who was on virtual all this year and didn't do jack shit. And <laughs> they're going to walk into my classroom like, ta-da. Um, but that does not bother me. I can handle starting from scratch with a kid. That does not bother me at all. But English has the beauty of I can I can form a plan for them and personalize something for kids. But it's scary thinking about next year. Um, so I've been doing a lot of thinking about like podcasts and stuff. Uh, while I was listening to a podcast about what next year looks like for me and what I can do to make it exciting and innovative and kind of put a spark in it for myself. So I got to do some stuff through a project called the ALP this year. And mm-hmm. you, that seemed to really do something for you. I remember coming, I remember not wanting to do it, signing up for it kind of reluctantly, but I came down here over the summer and um, I was super, super burnt out from the school year and but hearing other professionals talk and give ideas and listening to people, I got really inspired again. It was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love this. I love this job. And so I took on a project with another teacher that I work with, Willie. And we we both did it very differently. It didn't happen the way we wanted it to because of COVID, because not seeing kids in person. It it wasn't what I wanted it to be, but had I'd not had this project to do. Like, we had to do something. We had to, like, it's active research. So I had to do it. I would not have done any of this because <laughs> of COVID. Because it was too it was too difficult. So I just jumped in. It was not exactly what I wanted it to be. But I learned a lot about, like, thinking about how I ask questions to kids, how I present things to kids and stuff. And he did the same thing. Um, So I want to take that, like, ability to like have some action research every year in my classroom and invite other people to do that like that whole vulnerability thing like try something new I don't know that every job has that beauty like I don't know that you could be like you know what I'm going to do I'm going to do I don't know could you do that could you change something up in the way you do things Uh, try a new program try a new approach yeah but so much of that's like attached to money Sure. And resources. Sure. And, and I, I need to be mindful of that. Like, we do have, like, a set X, Y, and Z that we have to complete. Mm-hmm. That people, t- but you know what? 
I, I, I got this done this year with all the other constraints and obstacles in my way. So I want to do, do a good job of. That's, that's where I'm at with kind of reshaping how I think about things. Uh-huh. Ooh, I love this. Like when, Tell me more. well, when like the, the best of the best mm-hmm. in whatever field, mm-hmm. like relish in the struggle part of things. Where most people don't want that adversity or that. But once you get to a point, like, you, you're you okay with it. Like, it's it's always something you learn. Like, failure is okay. Mm-hmm. And so many times people just don't. It's one, scary. they don't try because they're afraid they'll fail. And I don't know if it's like, I'll fail, but it's like, there are repercussions for failing in some capacities in some businesses that right. you will be shamed, you will be fired, you will not be valued. Right. And but that's external. Sure. And the the biggest like today Andy Frizella, mm-hmm. who for sure you wouldn't like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Well it well there's I guess there's been people like tagging 75 hard is like a challenge, like a trend on social media. And he's like, hey, motherfuckers, this is not a trend. He's like, this is not for your Instagram, this and that. This is for, like, this has changed people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is to make you mentally tough. And his, the whole concept, and listen to his podcast. I wonder if. <laughs> you ever if- listen to somebody talk and you just feel like they're yelling at you the whole time? Yeah. Like, personally, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if he takes it so personally and he doesn't want to call it a trend because there's some insecurity about this sort of like maybe it is a little trendy and so he's a or or maybe there are some components of it that he's he hasn't like firmed up completely so he feels a little insecure so his his reaction is hey motherfuckers you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so he gets really a tacky about that I don't think a tacky is a word aggressive <laughs> might be he's very aggressive sure so that sounds very guarded to me and defensive so I wonder where that's coming from I don't know you want to listen to him talk about it no <laughs> I'm sure he's going to yeah sure bring something up Um, but my curiosity with him is if he has to present himself super aggressive all the time and defensive, like you can be aggressive, like you can be firm in what you think and firm in what you believe. And I love that. But if your reaction is defense versus I wonder why versus questioning it, I wonder if he's not insecure about something because he kind of happened upon this. Hey, look, dude. 75 hard is not a challenge. It's a program. Okay, it's specifically designed to create a certain result. This is not some internet shit. And if you if you think of it that way, you're not going to get out of it what you what you are supposed to get out of it. I can promise you that. A lot of you guys are missing out on the point of the program cuz you see it as some fucking you know Bullshit challenge. So, what are they the bleeping? Because it's not his cuss words. It ain't what this is. It's, it's going and to if I'm being completely story. honest, um, if that's what you think it is, you probably should do something else. Okay. okay. This is a okay. program that's designed to create clarity and strength and discipline here. He's and you can go head. back to that over and over and over again in your life. Okay? So stop disrespecting it by calling it a challenge. Uh, 
what I want him to do is not respond to that bullshit. What yeah, I, the reason I'm so adamant about that is because, dude, this program changes motherfuckers' lives. If you've done this shit the right way, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so the reason I'm adamant about what it's called is because it's important for people to understand that it's not just some fucking trend thing. Like, dude, this is a real thing. It's here to fucking stay. People are going to be doing it their whole lives. And that's that. Okay, okay, okay. Get used to it. Get used to it. I am I'm supportive of how passionate he is because he does believe in his thing right okay cool but i feel like anybody should believe in their thing well, if they're i would feel questionable if he did not believe in it yeah. who gives a shit <laughs> bottom line if it if it works then just tell those people they're fools and roll on like who calm down like you know don't, don't be so defensive <laughs> about it yeah ask, like ask i said i didn't th- i didn't think he would be your cup of tea no no i i am i am Pro him, pro because he is speaking to folks like you. It's very lizard brain shit, and I think that's that's good because th- that speaks to you. You need something, but everybody has their thing and their and their niche. And and I am grateful that whatever stars align that this <laughs> this worked for you. What? But thirteen days. Thirteen days. It's worked for you. No, but I feel like it has. This is some like you're getting into this. You're into it, you know. I mean, hell, you you podcasted about it. Like I did. You were super vulnerable. I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna cry again. I'm sure. Why'd you cry? I cry. I told. Can I? Can I say it? Yeah. Okay. You. So Gary podcasted about like he just walked down here, left our son completely unsupervised. And I think Harlan poured fourteen bottles of water in his sink in his kitchen. But anyway, that probably wasn't. Um, he came down. You came down here. You recorded kind of like just off off your brain thoughts, kind of that were going through your brain. Now that you've done six days into to seventy five hard, <coughs> and in that you opened up about a lot of um struggle and you are vulnerable you want to get my love language down <laughs> be vulnerable with me yeah tell me where tell me what is hard tell me what is difficult in your life tell me where you're struggling tell me where you're failing and what you don't know we're best friends yeah. we're best friends so you were saying things though and you were making um realizations or drawing conclusions about things that I think for so many years when, when we were at probably the hardest moments in our relationship, I wanted to hear come out of you, but no matter how much I wanted to will it, no matter how much I said to you, I would say shit to you. The things that you were saying in that podcast, I was saying to you in, in some capacity, like some realm, like asking you these questions and it just was total like, not resonating you and i were on different planes and you were saying these things and opening about them and i was it just oh (laughs) like floodgates opening up so well much like this podcast that was to like look back and you know hopefully like june 18th be like because i saw there somebody posted something it was a picture of an empty stadium and a stadium of people cheering Mm mm-hmm and it's like um, people 
cheering you on, people celebrating you. Mm. Nobody's nobody's with you till you win. I'm here. Right. I mean, but like I, I get you. General, I get you. I get you. Know, you. I, I so, get you. but like, it's got to be a, a very selfish, inward looking. Yeah. That that thing. whole. And so when you do find time, or you, it, like you said, the stars align to mm-hmm. like reflect. Mm-hmm. The reflection, I think, you is... can get so caught up in your own shame, struggle, <sighs> bitch voice, all that. That you got back. Like, Damn, you know what? Let, let me yeah, let me shit. lay this out. Yeah, yeah, some shit got to change. Yeah, that's. But and then part of that is wh- whoever your like whatever your motivational outreach is. Mm-hmm. A common theme in all this, in in reading the stories of these successful CEOs and authors and all this, or, you know, reading the 75 hard book or listening to podcasts with inspirational people. It's like, they really don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Because most people understand whatever struggle it was that took them to get to where they're at. You know, I was was listening to Tim Grover, who was like the personal, I don't know if he was like a sports psychologist. He was like Michael Jordan's mentor, Kobe Bryant and like these guys. Bad job. And like to make them better. And he tells a story of like after one of the world championships that Michael Jordan won, they went back to practice. He's like, this guy can do anything on a basketball court, anything. And the first thing he did was chest passes. <laughs> like that was the first drill was doing chest it. passes. He's like, it's got to be like the routine, mundane, Yes, do it every day. And then if you want somebody to tell you in like a very grandiose way, listen to David Goggins talk about it. Right. You know, he's like, fuck, today's going to suck. <laughs> so you go to bed, you wake up and go, fuck, today's going to suck. <laughs> you know, but like, I, like you asked me what my favorite part of this was. Yeah. And I don't know that I, that I'm in the position to answer what my favorite part of it is yet. That's okay. That's okay. Like I've this lost is, 16 pounds. That's amazing. But is it, that's not, that's but that's not, not, that wasn't the, granted that was part of the reason. Right. But it's not it's not the focus. Even though you live on that damn scale. Always anytime I'm in that modality. What um, do you expect to happen? Nothing. It's what, just a well, Is it just a confirmation thing for you? Maybe, I don't know. Like you under and don't you Don't worry about the fuck. I'll be <laughs> I my biggest concern with that is that our daughter sees you do it. And so she will jump on the scale two or three. And we know you can fluctuate. Hell, we know you can fluctuate. I chugged a little over because I got to drink a gallon of water a day. Mm -hmm. I hate water. (laughs) I like water. I don't like water. Bless bless you if you're the ones that can just sip on a bottle of water all day. Not me. So I chugged like well, I didn't, I'm not going to say chug. And within 10 minutes, I drank over half a gallon of water. Okay, that's all. And I was like, whoa, that may have been. I'm probably not going to do that again. So in my steps, I step on the scale. It's like five pounds heavier. Yeah. Two hours later, it was all gone. Were, are you just like experimenting with stuff? Like what, just wanting to know? What? No, I just wanted to get the water out of the way. Because right. you know that number is not indicative of like the reality. Of, yeah, right. I don't know okay. I mean, I know yeah. you know that, but like, it's just 
I mean, literally, every time you walk in the kitchen, you're on the scale. And I, I, I'm not doing that to, like, maybe chide you. Maybe you or, put it down here. Huh? Put it down here. <laughs> yeah, I've tried that. <laughs> I just don't. I give up on shit when it comes down here. It's like it's gone. But you're, But this week is the big day. Yes. Come pick up all the free stuff. I wanted to get more stuff out today. But we were super busy today. We super both woke up, got me. I, I did a little yoga this morning. Yeah, we got up and worked out. I went and worked out. Then we went and walked together. I've not. I've avoided a lot of workouts. I have an injury. I She's see. going to physical therapy. I have to go to physical therapy. So I have a, an appointment on Tuesday. Um, it's weird having an injury um, and not like having. I don't even know if it's an injury. Having a pain and not having a specific injury to point to. Like I feel, what is this, like 40? <laughs> is this yeah. Like, like old. old. But yeah, we're going to, I'm going to get up and do it again tomorrow. I think if you don't get up and get, we'll we'll plan a schedule. I don't even know what time it is right now. It's <laughs> what time I went to bed last night. Yeah. So. so if you've noticed at the end of the podcast, the last few weeks I've been playing the songs. This new roadcaster is so fun. Are you just picking? So Gary, what happened, y'all? Is Gary ignores me for like? That's not true. Us. So instead of getting a song beforehand, he just ignores me for the past ten minutes. But if you want to get some free music, go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash close enough for a one month free trial. Our three months have ended. If you got that, that's cool. But now it's just back to one month. But you get podcasts. Yeah. You can all get, kinds of stuff. Yeah. My binaural beats. Yeah. <laughs> I kept getting them. these texts. Somebody's logging into your Amazon. I was texting Abby. He's like, hey, are you logging into Amazon? She I doesn't answer. So I'm like, well, fuck, we're getting hacked. It was me. Get some ransomware. I was. My kids were riding. I was trying to get some binaural beats going while they were, while they were riding. <laughs> All right. We're going to go out there and smash this week. We're gonna do okay. Gonna, I don't know what smashing means. So. We're gonna get through it, and we're gonna get through it together. <laughs> Who misses that every day? I guess it's still on every day. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. All right. I love you. I love you. Proud of you. Proud of you. Well, you'll be seventy-five. Twenty-three. This time next week. Nope, that's not how you add. 20. <laughs> 12. Another 7 to 19. You're 13 today. Today's my 13th day. No, yeah, today, well, I just finished day 13. So add 7. 20. You'll be 20. You'll be a third of the way in. There you go. A fourth of the way in. All right. All right. Give us a share if you care. Sharing is caring. <laughs> share. Uh, yeah, Harlan's learned how to share. It's not working. <laughs> All right, we out. Bye. is down to catch a body. Put on neat dick. We'll turn out your party. It gets no love, and I thought you knew it. Fool, you know how we do it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.